Good morning. It's March 26th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's topic is Bravery. I learned that courage has nothing to do with the absence of fear, but only with the triumph over it. A brave man is not one who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Nelson Mandela Thirty years ago, my family and I were graciously invited to the owner's box at Cowboy Stadium for a game. At the time, I was on call for our group, and it just wasn't possible for anyone to cover for me. As a consequence, I respectfully declined. I later discovered that Nelson Mandela, newly elected president of South Africa, had also been a guest in the box that very same afternoon. My kids could have sat in Nelson Mandela's lap. Nelson Mandela was arrested in 1963 and sentenced to life in prison, allegedly for being involved in sabotage against the apartheid South African government, but in retrospect, clearly a political prisoner. He served 27 consecutive years in jail, mostly in the horrific Robben Island prison, before finally being released by President F.W. de Klerk in 1990 due to incredible international pressure to end the racist policy of apartheid. Mandela was first arrested in 1956, charged with high treason. The white security police dragged him from his home in handcuffs in front of his terrified children. Even though released that time, by 1963 political prisoners could be held indefinitely without trial, and he was eventually sentenced to life. Even when a trial was held, South African law did not guarantee the defendant a right to an attorney, so many were convicted with no understanding of the procedures whatsoever. Most of Mandela's time was spent in a tiny cell in the island prison. Every day for almost 30 years he faced the possibility of beating and execution. Any guard could claim a prisoner, violated a regulation, and the prisoner was then punished with isolation, loss of meals, or loss of exercise privileges. He was punished arbitrarily himself and forced to watch others suffer as well. Multiple times through the years he would spend long periods in solitary confinement. But then, when finally released in 1990, a man who had spent three decades in the worst prison in Africa came out and worked tirelessly, ignoring threats to his life, for a society of racial equality. He advocated forgiveness in keeping with his Christian faith for the white society who promulgated the unjust and often murderous subjugation of the majority black African population for well over 50 years. He became not only president, but a national hero, revered by the black population and respected by the white, even if often grudgingly. He was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, among hundreds of other honors. You can read details of his remarkable life in his autobiography, The Long Walk to Freedom. What is bravery, really? It's doing what you know to be right, despite awareness of the potential negative consequences. There are hundreds of moving, true stories from every war in which the U.S. has participated. Stories of men who ran up a hill, dove their planes, stood their ground, waited onto beaches, knowing that death was likely, but doing it anyway, because of what they believed was right. We're seeing this today in the Ukraine, during the horrific invasion by the Russians. And of course, there are everyday heroes who run toward fires, who halt violent crime, who raise a child alone, or who just wake up every day and do their job in the middle of a viral pandemic. The Bible is full of stories of bravery. There are obvious ones. Abraham and Isaac on the mountain altar, 
David and Goliath, Daniel in the lion's den, Joseph and the Pharaoh's dream, but there are more subtle ones as well. After Jesus was crucified in a very public, humiliating fashion, a member of the Jewish High Council, Joseph of Arimathea, a secret follower of Christ, came and asked Pilate for his body. He then buried this rebel, who was reviled by the other members of the Sanhedrin, in his own tomb. In short, he risked the loss of everything he had in the world, including his reputation, in order to do the right thing. Faith plays a big part in bravery for many. Nelson Mandela, over decades in prison, realized that forgiveness was the only way forward. Heroes of the Bible did what they did, secure in the righteous, loving nature of God, who would watch out for them providentially, guiding them through this life, or sometimes into the next. Those with the indwelling Holy Spirit don't have to think about the right thing and the consequences. They just do the right thing, because it seems the only reasonable choice. When you know the right thing to do, you do it. Whatever you risk in making that choice will be more than compensated by the most powerful force in the universe. That's what it means to store up treasures in heaven. They're untouchable. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6 So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Matthew 10.28 Dear Heavenly Father, Grant us the strength to conquer our immediate fears when we make the choice to do the right thing. Give us calm resolve, secure in the knowledge that you have our back. In fact, we know you go above us to watch over us, below us to support us, behind us to encourage us, next to us in friendship, and before us to lead the way. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.